Paul says our opponents will be ashamed when they realize they have nothing bad to say about us. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are still studying in Titus chapter 2. Today we're looking at verses 6 through 8. And Paul is moving on in his encouragement to Titus about uh, different things to teach the different groups of people within the body of Christ there uh, on the island of Crete. Um, And today, uh, he is shining his focus on the young men in the community of believers and the things that Titus should teach them. So as we prepare to study, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we come to you today, Lord God, and we quiet ourselves in your presence. Um, The week is almost done, and um, it's been busy. It's been full of challenges, full of opportunities, uh, full of ways, uh, Lord, that we can uh, look back and see your hand at work. Father, for the things that concern us today, we lay them at your feet, and we pray that you would help us tune in to the sound of your voice. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for your word. We pray that your spirit would guide us through this time together as we study today. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Um, This is Titus 2, 6 through 8. Paul writes, Similarly, encourage the young men to be self-controlled, and everything set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. Now, I have spent a good chunk of my uh, adult ministry life and just my life as an adult believer uh, mentoring and discipling. Uh, younger Christian men, um, and it is a great joy, but it is also a great challenge uh, because young men are <laughs> frequently uh, uh, kind of hyperactive, <laughs> and uh, often you run into an attitude of uh, having all the answers and uh, believing that uh, they have the strength to do anything and conquer anything and all of these things. And often what's lacking in a young man's life is the life experience and the wisdom gained from it. And um, so uh, you roll with the punches uh, when you're discipling young men. And so Paul is leaving Peter with the challenge of uh, discipling younger men. And he says, first, I want you to encourage them to be self-controlled. And that's a good encouragement for young men. Uh, Self-control is not something usually at the top of their list. Uh, They're often driven by their passions and desires. uh, And those things can kind of get away from you if you're not reining them in. And uh, so Paul encourages Titus to um, encourage them to be self-controlled. And sometimes that means you talk about scenarios and you talk about situations that they might find themselves in and what does a lack of self-control in that situation look like and what does self-control in that situation look like. And um, self-control is um, uh, often uh, best 
uh, understood in the context of real situations a person could find themselves in. And uh, it's choosing often to say no to something that you could say yes to, that you're free to say yes to. Uh, It's choosing to um, temper uh, a choice rather than uh, just going all in uh, headfirst without thinking about it. And so that's a great encouragement uh, for Titus. Um, He says, in everything, set an example by doing what is good. And so if we're going to teach self-control, we ought to model an example of self-control. If we're going to teach them how to be godly, then we need to model a godly example. Paul continues by saying, in your teaching, show integrity. In other words, um, teach the gospel, the pure gospel. Don't waver. Uh, don't um, bend. Don't uh, allow anyone to twist your words or to um, change your own mind on this. Uh, in your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned. In other words, be confident in the Lord. Be confident in what you're teaching. Uh, be confident about your message. Um, and take that message seriously in the sense that you realize there's a lot at stake in them understanding what it means to be a follower of Christ. So show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. And I love that uh, implication that when we teach the gospel In this way, with integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech, we teach in the authority of Christ. We teach in the power of the Spirit. We teach confident that what we are teaching is right and true, uh, and uh, there is no no message greater than the message of the gospel. Uh, Then those who come at us, who oppose us, will be ashamed because they'll have no ground to stand on. They'll have nothing bad to say about us, and they'll realize it. <laughs> and uh, what great encouragement Paul is offering Titus. Um, the reality is the truth always simmers to the top. And anytime you're facing opposition from another person in the workplace or in your life somewhere, uh, the truth will always simmer to the top. If you are steady, and you are and you are set on your course, and you do not waver, and you do not open the door to a lack of integrity or character. Then those who oppose you, uh, all they will have are um, empty accusations, and they will not have any true ground to stand on. And and the truth of your behavior, the truth of your integrity, the course of action that you have stayed with, uh, will be revealed to be uh, what it is. And those who oppose you will realize they have nothing to oppose you uh, about. They have no ground to stand on. And so what great encouragement uh, Paul is offering to Titus. And it's a great reminder for us, too, that we just need to stand our ground on the gospel and set a course and stay on it and allow ourselves not to be tempted to wander, not to be tempted to compromise our character, not to be tempted to compromise our integrity, uh, to to speak the truth of the gospel to those who who engage us in conversation with confidence and courage and the empowerment of the spirit, knowing that our message is true and right and good and and it's the truth that every person ultimately needs to reckon themselves with. 
And so uh, we have pretty solid ground to stand on, my friends. All right, well, we will continue on tomorrow in Titus chapter 2. Thanks for listening today, and may God bless you.